You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 154 of Take a Bow. I'm your host, Eli Tokash, and this week, boy, do we have an exciting episode for you folks. I am so excited to share this with you all. Uh, We have some of the funniest people that I've ever talked to and ever seen on the internet or whatever before on the podcast and i'm so excited to to share the conversations that we have with you they're working on a cool project and uh it was an honor to help promote it for them we have lou burger on the podcast today that's right we have lou burger the iconic uh theater group theater musical comedy geniuses who we all know and love literally uh you've probably seen them on the internet or you saw them in beetlejuice um as keith habersberger literally made his broadway debut for one performance as mover number three and he came in stood on stage and walked off with the movers it was iconic if you haven't checked out that video go check it out especially if you're you love beetlejuice because it's more beetlejuice content that we all uh miss so dearly here on broadway and it's with alex brightman elizabeth teeter and all of our faves are in the in the video so go check that out uh and that's with the try guys though so uh, we've got uh, there's they're doing everything and they're so impressive and the fact that they were get, willing to give me a uh, half hour out of their day was uh, was a dream and a real treat. So um, we're gonna talk all about their project. It's called Lou Burger and the Wizard of Friendship, uh, and now they're releasing a cast recording. They obviously just did the show off Broadway uh, for those of you who don't know, um, and it's very very exciting uh, for them and uh, for, for all the things that's to come with that uh project so um there's that but first and before we turn it over to them and get some more uh thorough explanation and talk more about the show we got to talk about some broadway news because there are some um noteworthy things to talk about this week uh unfortunately like and actually like i mean this unfortunately and i mean this genuinely bad cinderella is closing on june 4th bringing an end to uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber's 43-year-long streak of shows on Broadway. That's crazy. Uh, It's historic for the reason that Andrew Lloyd Webber will not have a show on Broadway. It's historic as it'll go down as one of the shows that was a flop, um, unfortunately, because, I, I listen, I saw it. I had a, I enjoyed my time seeing the show. I I enjoyed the show. Um, I'm gonna actually bring on one of the cast members on the show to talk about 
their process with the show and um you know talk about closing and and everything that they've been dealing with lately in the media because it's been ruthless y'all um but uh you know that it it whatever you know that's just the way it goes and there's always a show this season that kind of gets picked on and it seems like it was bad cinderella this weekend or this season oh my god this weekend um but yeah, that so it, that's craziness and uh, very unfortunate. But I look forward to to talking to the lead, uh, one of the leads in that show, to and talk about that process with you all uh, a little bit more. That's coming up soon. But uh, yeah, that also is uh, noteworthy for another reason because that means that the only show, the only musical that is left that did not get a nomination this season, but is still performing is a beautiful noise and a beautiful noise is selling. I mean, if you look at the Broadway grosses, they're selling at above 75%. So um, who knows, maybe this season's finding Neverland, you know, who did not get a Tony nomination, not one, um, but still happened to have a little bit of a life on Broadway performing over a year and, and change. Um, you know, maybe it can still have success and hopefully uh, they they are able to because, you know, it, it's a lot of work. You know, it's been really cool to see uh, the performers of the people in the community support those the the unfortunate news that we've heard about bad cinderella and and the hate that it's kind of been gaining on through reviews and social media and all the things it's just like <laughs> completely uncalled for in the grand grand scheme of things uh because you know it's people who are putting in just as much effort to mount a broadway show than all the other shows you know so um they don't deserve the hate y'all be nice choose kindness um okay that's my brand on that. I need to move on. Uh, Harmony. Harmony, for those of you who don't know, is the Barry Manilow musical. Um, performances are going to begin. They announced their Broadway transfer. Performances are going to begin on October 18th, 2023. It's going to be directed and choreographed by Tony Award winner Warren Carlyle, who also choreographed me in a Christmas story. Um, and uh, for those of you who don't know, he also was uh, director choreographer of The Music Man uh, when he was here with Hugh Jackman. And when it was here with Hugh Jackman, Sutton Foster, um, all of those wonderful people. So um, very excited for that. But due to its off-Broadway success, it does appear uh, that it's going to be bringing over a lot of their cast members. uh, Because it was confirmed that Chip Zien uh, will be coming to Broadway with the show, which is very exciting. It was confirmed that Chip Zen will be coming to Broadway with the show uh, in the Broadway transfer. So that's very exciting for the cast. That would also mean that, you know, Funny Girl is closing in September. Maybe we see Julie Banco back on Broadway literally three weeks later in Harmony. Um, So as we know, Julie Banco did do Harmony when it was off Broadway. um, And they had an incredible cast. So more more to come there. Uh, The full cast obviously has not been confirmed yet and announced, but the lead, they announced that Chips uh, will be coming to uh, to Broadway with the show. So very exciting. But they did announce that Chip will be coming to Broadway with the show. So very exciting stuff there. Um, and last but not least, I want to talk to you about this chess cast at the Muni. So I feel like 
it's fair to say, like, there's no confirmation on this, uh, but I will say it, like, on record, because I, I do think uh, that it's going to happen. You know, I think we can all foresee a chess revival coming to Broadway next season. And if it's not next season, it's going to be the following season. But it's very, it, it's in the near future, and it's sooner rather than later. We all know that the writer himself, Tim Rice, has said that and he's trying to get it to so all of these chess casting i think is very um very important that we kind of look into as we could see maybe some hints for the broadway cast um so i want to shout that out for this re- that reason but i also want to shout it out because it's jessica voss jessica voss is going to be leading chess as florence um at the muni this season at, at the, during uh, july 5th through the 11th and uh, so that's very soon. So if you're in the St. Louis area, go check it out. Or if you're not and uh, you want to go visit, go visit the Muni because you should. Uh, but I also want to add that who else is in it? Uh, Jared Spector will be playing Frederick. John Riddle will be playing Anatoly. And Taylor Louderman will be playing Svetlana. We also have... Take a Bell family member, Tally Sessions, uh, performing. He's going to play Alexander. Um, and we also have Rodney Hicks, and we have Philip Johnson Richardson. Um, those are the principals in the show. So, you know, these performances could easily influence the Broadway cast. And Chess is a very um, hard show to cast. So when and if done well, it's noted, and um, I think it's something that we could keep our eye on uh, for sure. So, congratulations to everyone involved. Uh, obviously, can, special shout out to Tally Sessions. Uh, special shout out to Jessica, um, as she is uh, not, I guess, an honorary Take a Bow family member. I have talked to her on red carpets and stuff, so I guess she's been on the pod, but I want to get her on for full time and uh, my dear Funny Neverland castmate. But, uh, anyways. That's all the Broadway news I have for you folks. Uh, thrilled to uh, talk to you guys. Thank you for allowing me to to get the extra day uh, and listen to us here on a Friday. If you are listening to us on a Friday, uh, if you're not, hey, thanks for the support on every day. And before we get into the interview, I just want to send out a friendly reminder about our Take About YouTube channel. Uh, you can find us at Take About Podcast on YouTube and on social media, all the things. Uh, this is a great uh, episode to watch because there are multiple of us so you won't have to guess like who's talking or anything like that uh you'll get to see some facial expressions all the things it's a fun watch um so if you want to just listen to the podcast that's great but do know that you do have the option to watch it and uh you if you want to watch it again do so and i highly encourage and recommend it so without further ado i think it's time i'm so thrilled to say lou burger curtain up All right, I mean, this episode is going to be bonkers, and I don't know if I've ever been more excited, to be completely honest. I've never had an episode with multiple guests, so I'm very excited to start it out with a banger. Uh, we have a jack-of-all-trades and Alex Lewis, who can literally do it all. He's an actor, singer, comedian, musician, you name it, does it all. We have an Emmy Award-winning songwriter and producer extraordinaire, Huey Stonefish. 
And we have Try Guy, Broadway star, and writer Keith Habersberger. So welcome to Take a Vow, Lou Berger. How are we doing? Thanks for having Ooh, us. We're, we're doing great. Oh my God, this is this is a treat. I've seen your guys' content everywhere on YouTube, on TikTok, all the things. Uh, so I know myself and my listeners are very excited for this episode and to to chat about your off Broadway show uh, is releasing a cast album. So there's so many fun things to talk about and perfect for for my listeners, and we cannot wait to to chat about it. So the the way I usually like to start these things is I like to ask, you know. Where did this all start? Not even like the show itself. Where did we start? Like, why? How did we get into performing? How did we get into writing, telling stories, entertaining others? How, how did that all start? And what made, you know, how did we get to where we are today? Well, we yeah, all have so- lots of different ways that we started doing music, doing storytelling, doing comedy. You know, for me, I, uh, I started playing guitar when I was a freshman in high school and got really into songwriting. And then you know, we all did theater and those types of things in uh, our early years. I went to Berkeley College of Music, got a degree in songwriting. Keith was studying French horn in college and then became a theater major. Alex was studying through the study of life and being an L.A. person and all the comedy schools and all that stuff. Alex was really hitting those comedy schools hard. So we all just really found those passions. I was at the Second City. These guys were at BuzzFeed. We all formed to create a comedy band. And here we are. Oh my gosh. And it's kind of led to where we are today and led to you guys writing and starring and producing and all the things of an off-Broadway show. Um, so let, let's just get right into it. I mean, this show became so successful. I mean, it's pretty much sold out every night and it's called Lou Burger and the Wizard of Friendship, the musical. Uh, talk to me about, you know, what it was like to just perform in like an off-Broadway world in New York City on a stage. Like, how cool was that? Yeah, I mean, it was uh, super cool to be able to put on our own show, but also really, I mean, the performing is always fun. I love performing, and we all love performing for an audience. But I think the thing that was most impactful from doing the show was uh, the amount of work that went into it, Uh, both the lead time of work for, you know, four or five months, preparing for it, even just finding a space and finding the people who are going to work alongside us to build the show. And then the actual rehearsal process, we, you know, we really had two weeks uh, before the show opened to actually work with the cast and (laughs) hang up the projector and hang the lights and work with our choreographer, Nico de Jesus. And so that's a really short timeline. And in that, those two weeks, I'd say, uh, the three of us and Brian Wool, um, who is our opening act when we're on the road, who also was in our show, were pulling 12-hour days at the theater, but then yeah. normally three to five hours more at night, just fixing music, fixing projections, fixing the script. Uh, you know, as you're rehearsing, you're, you're going to find the problems in the show and you're going to want to make them better. And uh, we just kept wanting to make the show better and better and better. And we were all living together. So it was kind of like, um, being in college in that we were really just breathing this show exclusively. <laughs> we weren't right. working on anything else. Um, so doing all that made the performing of the show that much better because now you're not just, you know, a, as an actor being able to deliver lines and getting laughs, but you're producers and you have jokes in the music and you have jo- jokes in the projections yeah. and the whole show and its success and even your cast's successes uh, in their delivery of songs and dances and lines is is so much more gratifying. 
Yeah, I mean, it was it was just really cool to also see sort of the genesis of what we do in like a in the place where it probably kind of is the most appropriate. Um, you know, what we do generally is is this musical comedy concert performance, but it is, you know, we like to say that what we're doing is musical theater. Um, right. When we're touring, it almost feels like the national tour of a musical oftentimes. And in this situation, it was like, well, this is where musical theater happens. And so it's, it just felt like this is exactly uh, where we've always wanted to go. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I love it. Yeah, totally. It to- You could totally see that sense of, you know, like a reward every time that you guys were on stage and every time you guys, you know, had that success of, of a show every night. It's got to be so cool. I got to like no sleeping, right? No, just no, nothing was going on while that was going on, right? No, we'd, we'd pretty much get to the, you know, around between 730 and 830. Yeah. I think we were getting up and then we'd rehearse. we rehearsed. We were scheduled to rehearse till 11 p.m. every night and we only did I think once or twice but then basically we'd go home you know we'd send the cast home and everyone home and then we'd go back and I know one night we were like oh we ha- we should really make these the recordings for when we see the hard pieces which actually are going to be on the album and so I think yeah. it was from like 12 30 at night to 2 a.m. we were like writing songs recording them and then the next morning i woke up and finished producing them and then finished mixing it and then i think it was wow. in the uh in the in the system by the next day and there was something like that every day if it wasn't keith like fixing the projections making new projections alex doing rewrites like whatever the case may have been yeah sure. i don't think there was a single day in the six weeks that all of us had a day off together right like if <laughs> right. there would be times where we'd have a day off, but I was actually in the booth or we'd have a day off and Huey was recording the entire cast album with the cast and some of our (laughs) guests, or we'd have a day off, but Alex has to run the guitar center because we don't have the correct uh, DI box that we need for the performance we're doing on Saturday night. And we forgot that we were going to need that. Like there was just never a time where any of us were like, ah, we have nothing to do today. (laughs) Right. Yeah, that's so real. But it's great that you guys, you know, you know, it seems like you all complement each other's strengths and and weaknesses so well. You know, you guys can all pick up on what the other can't. Oh yeah, these yeah. guys have yeah. a great great way of complimenting my uh, my weaknesses. They <laughs> my weakness and compliment them right away. I love oh, we it. Sure do. <laughs> yeah, we we we. I think you know putting on a show of any size, um, but of this size for us, especially you have to be able to both divide and conquer things, but then you also need to unite and conquer other things. Um, and you really do need to lean on one another. Uh, even the simplest thing of like, 
can somebody right now just go and get us some water? Is yeah. <laughs> no, is no small lift. You've got to travel across New York and carry a like. It's just not as easy to to get get right. You just need you need to really work together, and everyone needs to make sacrifices kind of all the time. Yeah, there was a lot of running back and forth between the Airbnb and the theater and stuff, <laughs> and just all day. You know, it was crazy. Well, on one of my first days there, <laughs> I spent about two hours trying to set up a bidet for our Airbnb. Oh my god. What? I, like, almost destroyed the bathroom. It was really funny. That's amazing. That should have been a video. I feel like I would have loved to to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. So so let me talk to you guys about this recording process of the album. Because you guys have some really cool people on the album, including yourself. You know, you have Broadway stars such as Alex Brightman and Wayne Brady. And there's so many other really cool people. So... Talk to me about what it was like to not only record it, but to like work with them even further, you know, and during this process and kind of share it with them. It was really cool to get some of our personal heroes to be on the yeah. album. Um, and to, I mean, some of the coolest part was just, you know, having the idea to ask them and then them <laughs> enthusiastically saying yes. Uh, and, and, you know, some of these people we'd, we'd formed, you know, some type of friendship with or whatever the case may be. And so you're hoping, but there's so many reasons for people to say no to things and to not do things with people, even people they admire. So, you know, hearing Wayne Brady um, singing our songs, Alex Brightman, you know, being in the studio and Deshaun Wesley was creating his own, you know, verses for uh, our album. It was just really cool. And to see, you know, our hard work that we've spent uh, more time than any of us could even possibly imagine <laughs> on it. And then to give it to these true, um, you know, titans of comedy, of musical comedy and see them put their spin on it was, uh, was yeah. really rewarding. That's awesome. So did you have to like rewrite anything for them and to like fit their voices, you know, or like anything like that? Like, was there any changes made through the process? There was collaborative, uh, it was mm -hmm. very collaborative process, all of it, because obviously when you're working with people like the people that we work with, you you want them to give their input, you want them to sing the lines how they think they should be sung. So certainly um, we were making changes together in the room, but I will say I think uh, in addition to that, you know, the respect that we have for them and wanting them saying, hey, if you think you should change this, you should change it. I think what was really cool was them feeling that way back towards us. And, you know, having someone like Wayne Brady be like, no, I want to do this again. And I want to sing this line exactly as you guys wrote it. Oh. Um, so it's like that balance, you know, Wayne's going, I want to sing exactly how it's written. And we're going, well, we want you to change it. <laughs> what do you think it should be? And so you know, with, with all of us being uh, really wanting the other person to have input, I think we came away with some really, really cool stuff. Yeah, and the, especially because a couple of the songs, especially for what Wayne was singing on the album, uh, these are songs we actually haven't performed as Lou Berger mm -hmm. outside of the show. Uh -huh. So we're not so married to how it needs to be because I honestly don't know. I've never test. I, Keith, have never sang this in front of an audience to know what the laugh lines are, what the, the melodic you know, the best version of how to sing these rhythms yep. and melodies are like with all yep. the other songs, we get this experience of traveling across the country, performing them, tweaking them yeah. ever so slightly every single night. And then when we record them on the album, we know the best way to perform the song. But for, you know, Modern Tortures, which is the Wizard of Friendships, like actual solo comedy song, it 
I don't know the best way to perform that. Even when we were doing the show with our cast and we have uh, Nia, who's super, super talented playing our wizard on the stage, she would be like, how do you want me to do this? I'm like, Nia, I need, we have to figure this out together. I don't, I don't know. Right. Uh, and that's sort of super fun about putting up a show um, with a cast where you get to say like, I don't know, try something out. Let's see. We don't necessarily have all the answers. Uh, we have to find the answers together. Absolutely. Um, I, I love that because it's, it's throwing me back to like, you know, I, I've been in a couple of Broadway shows myself. So it's like taking me back to all of these times where we had those processes. And the, my favorite ones were the collaborative processes, you know, when you were working together. Because when I was on Broadway, I was 11 years old. So like, I couldn't do everything they said or any like, you know, like I had my own perspectives and we very different perspectives. And so, so like when I felt like, you know, we were in the room, I'm sure it was enjoyable, not only for you guys, but also for the performers and including you know the singers on the album Wayne Brady and Alex Brightman not a big deal never heard of them uh, just kidding um, so I, I gotta talk to you about the song that's out right now it's called it's a stupid idea to put on a Broadway show I think it's absolutely brilliant I, I can't believe that it's a song but then I listened to it and then I was like oh my god that's absolutely the greatest thing I've ever heard because it puts it into perspective for literally everybody and in such a brilliant way and not in like a, a harmful way um so I, like talk to me the full album comes out on Friday June 23rd um and I'm I love that song and so I'm curious to hear you know is there a song that each of you are married to that you just are so excited for people to hear yes yeah, yeah. And so I feel like some of the songs. Some of the songs. I mean, I know that all of us are really excited for everybody to hear "Giant Bird in a Man Suit" um, because the production on the song is just so unique, um, both for us and our sound, but also what Deshaun brings to that song. I almost am like, gosh, I, 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 ho- I want to make sure everyone gets to the entire <laughs> song to get to his second half of the entire song. Like the second half is just him, absolutely crushing it and it it becomes it's such a vibe it almost it is funny but it's more funny how cool it is rather than <laughs> funny because the, the lyrics are funny it is just actually so musically satisfying and fun it's more about fun than funny in that song and i'm just really excited for people to hear it mm-hmm. oh my god i'm obsessed i can't it's wait. got just such great synths on it too it just has yeah. it like when the the hook comes in it's so that like the sound is just so <laughs> yeah it sounds so it's so cool and it's such a silly song it's about a giant bird masquerading as a human it's re- full like ridiculousness like some of our songs are you know a, a list of great jokes uh, cobbled together in a song sort of like the disney princess song that people know so well from but this oh my is so absurdist and fun and really like what you, you should listen to the song and be like what was that i really enjoyed <laughs> it but i what, what what happened yeah what was that i need to play it again for 16 yeah. more times which is what we did yeah. but yeah i mean there's there's so much cool production on the album you know wicked waltz which is a song we've been performing for for a long time that um I won't even describe the song. I'll just let people listen to it. But, you know, there's there's really great um, orchestration in that one that I'm really excited, you know, about. I love listening to that because um, something that is a running joke throughout the show that is really true is, like, the music is so serious and the songs yeah. are so 
silly and dumb to a certain extent. So that's one where the music is just very, very serious and the lyrics and Keith singing over top it are just so, so silly. So I'm excited about that. Alex, you know, there's a song called Depression that Alex sings that everyone loves uh, when we perform it and the production on that is really cool. So there's just, every song is, is different. You know, we really do a lot of different genres of music. That's something we pride ourselves on and we think it keeps uh, the listening experience really fresh. We also have narration through the album. So we have Brian Wool, um, who played Flim Flam the Sausage Man in the original version. And like Keith said, comes on tour with us and he's, he's traveling to Amsterdam to go do comedy. So he's really a great storyteller. And he sort of is narrating the story of the wizard of friendship throughout the album. So I'm excited for people to get a little taste of what the show is as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, in that vein, the album almost works it, it, not only as a cast recording, but a little bit like a concept album in a way, because you get to hear yeah. where you are in the story. Cause you know, one thing, especially, that. yeah. You know, one thing, especially with the, the songs themselves, if you just heard this as an album and we didn't tell you that it was the songs from Wizard of Friendship, you you know, aside from the Wizard of Friendship theme song, which is also one of my favorite songs on the track, <laughs> when Grady first comes in and it's like very 80s and really cool. Um, but aside from like that song and uh, Flim Flam the Sausage Man <laughs> and, um, and Modern Tortures, I don't think you would necessarily know that like, like these can these can be listened to in a vacuum all the songs so um so one thing that's really cool about the narrations is you hear where you are in the story and you hear uh and and brian does a really nice job of painting the picture of how the show kind of feels um outside of the music uh so sure. i yeah i'm excited for for that as well it, it really like i said it makes it feel a little bit more like a concept album um while still being able to listen to all the songs on their own yeah, and, and t I'm curious to ask, like, talk to me about the process that, like, was, you know, you put on this show and you figured out the show, and then you had to, you know, translate it onto an album. Um, and especially, like, with your guys' show, you know, there's a little bit of improv and there's some audience engagement and interactions and stuff. Like, so what what bit. is, like... Yeah, yeah, right. Just a tad. So, like... A little bit of improv. Huey was allowed so, to improv one joke every night. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it was a ten-minute-long joke, but <laughs> each joke was 50, was forty-five minutes. Well, you got to fill the space, right? Um, <laughs> so, talk to me about what the process was in in, in kind of translating that onto an album and kind of picking, you know, where the you could have the that kind of fun and and where you could, you know, just sing the song or something. Well, we made the album and the show in conjunction with each other and as pieces of each other. So we were making the album knowing that we were going to be using the tracks for the show. Um, and so that did make the album process, you know, a little, it, that would mean that every now and then in a song, we'd be making the song for the record, you know, for Wicked Waltz to bring it up again. There's a spot in the middle of Wicked Waltz where Keith holds out a hilariously long note. And amazing point earlier, we know because we performed that song on stage that no matter what happens, when he's done holding out that long note in the middle of the song, there will be an applause break. It's just too exciting. We all just want to scream and cheer for him at that moment. So in the record, obviously, that's not two different tracks. It's just one track. And if you're applauding, you'll just rewind. But in the show, you know, we actually built that as two separate tracks and built a new track with just, a, you know, a one bar count in so that no one is lost for the music. So there was a lot of stuff like that happening. Um, yeah. But then what was really cool was after we were done 
with the show and we'd already recorded all of the songs. It was then going back through the album and going, okay, now we've made the album, we've done the show. How do we actually make this album closer to the show as opposed to making you know, the show closer to the album. And that's where the narration came in. That's where some of the heart piece sounds came in. That's where the other aspects of the show really uh, put themselves onto the album and made this album such a more magical experience. Yeah, and even the narration, I mean, it was actually done and finished two days after the show closed, uh, which is when we got Brightman into, he had like an hour that he could give us one day. So like, let's go in, let's do it. And while we were there, we were literally sort of typing out a summary and being like, ah, okay, let's tweak this a little bit. We were literally going section by section and just taking, grabbing stuff from the script and summarizing it and changing it around. And then, you know, still directing uh, Brian just to give the type of performance just because we're like truncating so much and we're we're changing things. So we have to deliver it a little bit differently than we did in the show. Uh, So it was still you know, even the very last bit of work was highly collaborative. We were all in the studio together, making sure every little line was, was, you know, doing its job, serving its purpose. And it's, uh, you know, it's when you're making an album, you, especially when you've made some albums before, what you really don't want to have is listen back and be like, ah, if only we had done this, (laughs) you know, you really don't want to do that as a, a, as as a creator and cause you can look back at your last albums and be like, oh, I really wish we had just done this or just taken one more hour to get this. So we were really, really trying to do everything we could not to have that feeling now. Sure. And we don't, um, I really think that, uh, you know, nothing is perfect, but I think we're as close to perfect as we can get right now with this project. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Life's better with American Family Insurance. Because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. I love it. I'm so excited for the full thing. I literally, it's going to be playing on repeat. I can't wait. Um, it's a blast. Yeah, seriously. So talk to me about like the show itself. Like how did this whole thing just like, what, why did you guys write this? Like what, did you guys just want to perform off Broadway? Like what, what was that, you know, what inspired you guys to make this show? Well, the original, um, 
conceit of it was, you know, during 2020, we put out uh, a comedy special and mm-hmm. um, it was great. It was our concert, which, you know, always a good time. Everybody loves. And uh, <laughs> we were sort of thinking like, you know, what are we going to do for our next special? And, uh, and we were really inspired by the fact that, you know, you had the Bo Burnham special that came out, Bo Burnham Inside kind of redefining what comedy specials could be. You had, you know, things like John Mulaney's um, Sack Lunch Bunch. Um, And uh, there was just, it it was, you know, we, I think that was sort of where we regrouped and went, okay, you know, we, what we do is very different from stand-up, obviously, but it's also very different from, um, even other comedy music acts, I would say. We're, we're very theatrical. So, you know, we kind of put our heads together and said, well, maybe it would be fun if during the taping of our next special, we were thrust into a musical. And so that's that's kind of how the idea was born. And that's, that's what happens in the show. Um, we get in a fight on stage during the taping of our second <laughs> comedy special, and we break the Wizard of Friendship's heart, and he sends us to the land of Nofrendia. Yeah, it's so good. It's so freaking silly like i am obsessed great amazing um okay i have to ask you guys because i know this is going a little bit outside the show but it's sticking with this theme of like musical theater and theater i am obsessed with i know the lyrics and he doesn't your little sketch you do on tiktok um and i certainly like specifically obsessed when you're like doing it with broadway stars in their theater and you just don't know the words like i think it's just brilliant um it's just so funny um so i've got to ask like do like i don't know like because alex i was shocked to hear that you didn't go to school for theater because it seems like you're the one that knows all the words um so like how did that thing like come about and like did you guys ever think it would like become this viral sensation that it's kind of become yeah well um (laughs) thank you i that's very kind of you to say i i have been trained i i am like trained in certain aspects like singing in choirs and i i have a, a voice coach um but the reason I, 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 I know about musical theater so much is because I have always loved it. And I, you know, since I was a kid, yeah. I always listened to all the new albums that came out and everything. And uh, I am just obsessed. And I've been doing, you know, community theater. I've been in a million musicals my, in my life. But um, yeah, the way that uh, I know the words and I don't came about was uh, we were at Huey's wedding, <laughs> the three of us. And yeah i a, a song um like kind of i i just i thought of the song me and my shadow by frank sinatra and sammy davis uh-huh. jr and i said to keith do you know the song me and my shadow and he said no and i said we should make a video yeah. where like you know we're doing i described basically exactly what we do in those tiktoks and i said we should do like i we kind of just did it at the wedding i was like like the wall paper sticks to the wall and keith <laughs> improvised something like uh yes it's you know, go ahead keith i mean i it, it, yeah it was like it was somewhat inspired by how people on tiktok literally do duets sometimes musically with each other where one person's playing stuff and someone is singing the actual lyrics and sure we just at the time we were starting on tiktok and we knew that TikTok succeeds when a channel has a very specific format that is repeatable 
that looks the same, that is the same joke, because when you, that's what you want from a TikTok channel. I want this person to do this thing. That's what it is. Um, and we hadn't found ours yet. And <clears throat> we thought this could be one. It was one of a few that we were experimenting with at the time, but it really hit and it, it sort of captured what we were good at, which was a knowledge of musical theater from Alex, the ability to learn music unbelievably quickly from Huey, <laughs> who was literally, I mean, every single one of those, you know, it's about 60 to 90 seconds before Alex is like, no playing kidding. it off of his phone and Huey's like, uh, yeah, yeah, I can do this close enough. And sometimes we pulled up some sheet music or sometimes he's reading guitar chords on a piano and I'm just basically listening to the musicality of what they're doing and ignoring all the lyrics they're singing as they're trying to figure it out or they're not even singing lyrics. He's just singing do, 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 so that I kind of know at least musically what the song sounds like yeah. um, because I need to be making up jokes. And, uh, but, but, you know, it's just, we sort of go for it and often it's a one take we're like, okay, that was pretty good. Oh Next one. God. And we're just, you know, trying to crank out 15 or 20 in one setting uh, because, you know, we all have so many things going on. We'll try to block shoot them and then release them or we'll play, plan to do it uh, in um, in a theater, in our show. We'll have people on guests or we'll go to the stage where Kinky Boots is happening and try to knock out as many as we possibly can. And uh, <laughs> and Yeah. <laughs> So freaking cool. I know. Little Shop of Horrors, Chicago. Fun, like you did them in the lobbies of Funny Girl. Like I was like, this is – it's so good. It's so brilliant. You know, it, I just love it all. So, um, you know, big – like I said, big fan. And the theater kid inside me loves it. Um, well, listen, I, I, I love everything that's going on. Again, I want to say Friday, June 23rd. Full album is out of The Wizard of Friendship, and uh, it's cur- there's currently one song out. It's a stupid idea to put on a Broadway show. Everyone, go stream it on all the digital platforms. Um, is there anything else that you guys uh, you know want to mention or want to shout out? Um, this has been a treat, seriously. Thank you. Oh, yeah, God. you know, we're always posting stuff online. We have a Patreon where we post everything early. Yeah. The album is going up there early. We posted Stupid Idea before it got up there. So that's just a spot for people who, you know, really want to get inside the Lou Burger world. And we'll post stuff when we're all hanging out or whatever the case may be. So we have the Patreon. We got our socials. We're really excited for the album. I think Keith was going to say something as well. Yeah, I was going to say that while we were doing this entire process, just like we sort of documented the build up to making the show uh, that went on the Try Guys YouTube channel. We documented it while we were doing the show. So we're working on cutting together some sort of piece that shows what it is like to actually do it itself. Uh, We're not exactly sure the length, if it's going to be full documentary or more of a uh, almost an episodic short docu-series, but we're working on because we realize the importance of people just understanding how much work goes into even our little 99 seat theater run for a month show and you can see how much effort and how much work and how much thought goes into it so you really can appreciate you know a show uh that's going up on broadway for real or touring uh across the country and it i don't think a lot of people understand the amount of work that goes into it so we're trying to help showcase uh how hard it truly is yeah and we'll also we'll also be dropping um two more singles in the month of june as well as uh, a couple music videos. So look out for those. And then we'll probably release a couple more music videos once the album drops as well. And uh, we'll be on tour, or a very small tour in November, um, but we'll be going to Ohio, uh, Illinois, and Minnesota, and potentially more dates, but those three are confirmed for now. 
Love it. And I'm sure with the the June singles drops, you know, you'll be posting that on social media or whatever it may be. So why don't you shout those out just quickly so that they, they know where to look for that? Absolutely. We're Lou Burger on Twitter and Instagram. And then I think we're Lou Burger Comedy on TikTok, although we don't generally promote stuff on TikTok because we all know, oh, it's Lou Burger Music on TikTok. But, you know, promoting on TikTok doesn't really work. They'll throttle the view count and not let you promote anything outside of TikTok. But uh, you'll see it on Instagram and, and Twitter and, uh, and all. And, and if you're YouTube. just listening to us and you haven't looked at how Lou Burger is spelled, every vowel is an E. Otherwise, <laughs> it sound, it's spelled how you expect. L-E-W-B-E-R-G-E-R. Every vowel's an E. I love it. Well, I got to wrap up. It's Tony season, so I've got to wrap up and ask all the guests, what is their favorite musical of the season? A Strange Loop. <sighs> that was last season. Hey, we saw it, but we saw it this year. So. Okay, fair enough. It won Best we Musical, were, so you win. <laughs> we were lucky to see... Sweeney Todd and it, it ah, was yes. fantastic but um we also have to shout out Anne Juliet um Ooh. our choreographer as the assistant dance captain Anne Juliet and it certainly is a blast yes. it's pure fun it's silly it's colorful um it's a great time I mean it's so like just right there like such apples and oranges comparison you know <laughs> right they're both phenomenal and they both deserve like Sweeney Todd and Anne Juliet uh, for this season, I would say both definitely deserve to win best musical, but like, how do you compare Sweeney Todd and Andrew? Like, it's just crazy. But I well, they're not. They won't be in the same categories because Sweeney Todd is going to be a revival. And Juliet's a new musical. So there's an opportunity both can win. That's I forgot about that. You're right. Okay, so then those are my two picks. Great. Fingers crossed. We'll mark you down. Cool. Thank you guys so much. This has been an absolute pleasure and you guys have so much to take a bow for it. So thanks for coming on. Thank you. Thank yes. You. Yes, Alex. <laughs> Thank you guys. I took a bow. I took a bow for just listening. Take a bow, Luberger. Oh my God. What an absolute blast it was to have them on the show. Uh, you know, if you're on any of the theater social medias and whatever, and I'm sure that's you know how a lot of you found Take a Bow, um, then you probably know who Luberger is. So to be able to talk to them today, get to know a little bit more about them, get to know a little bit about their production and their works and their process and all the things, it was really, really, really cool for me uh, to do that. And hopefully you all enjoyed it too. Uh, here's some behind the scenes and all the things. So um, we obviously focused on the theater side and all of that, but there's so much that we could have talked about um, because they are so brilliant and uh, talented in all their facets that they do. Uh, but it's really cool to see how they all really complement one another and the group just works so well because you can see that in their content. You know, you can see that in their work. Um, that they produce because it's just done so so well um so shout out to them congratulations on uh, a successful run off broadway we always say off broadway is the melting pot for original works it's not um you know it, it it's never gets its proper credit because it's like oh it's a small theater in new york and it's like no like some of the most um like risky shows happen off broadway and that's all the original shows like they all come from off broadway and then 
come to Broadway. You know, we see it with all these Broadway shows with Kimberly Akimbo and whatever. And if it's not off Broadway, then it's in a regional theater. And that's off Broadway is literally like a regional theater in New York. Um, so huge shout out to them. Congratulations. I can't wait to see what comes next with this process. Um, as they did hint like a documentary or a docuseries or whatever it may be. Um, but seriously, the music is absolutely hilarious. Their song that they have out right now is absolutely brilliant. And if you ever wanted some sort of perspective on why ticket prices are so expensive or why I say, you know, bad Cinderella doesn't deserve the hate um, and all these things, listen to that song because they do it in a way that is so blunt but funny, like, and not like, in like a, oh, like, I didn't mean to offend you type way. It's just in a lighthearted, entertaining and fun way. And it's just absolutely brilliant. And that's literally their all of their content. So huge, uh, you know, I look up to them and huge fan of theirs. Um, and hopefully you all enjoyed hearing that and enjoyed the rest of their content that's to come. So um, thanks again for, for coming on, Lou Berger. Uh, can't wait to continue to follow along on whatever's next in, on your journey. And thank you all for listening to another episode of Take a Bow. Um, I appreciate you all again listening and giving me the extra day. Finals weeks was crazy, but we're done. And we are going to be cranking out some very, very fun episodes. I have four recordings next week with all very, very exciting people, guys. And I'm so excited to share it with you guys. Um, okay, so that's all I'll say. And more to come. And I can't, I just can't wait to share it all with you. So stay tuned. We have so many cool things coming up. And uh, until then, I hope that you all have amazing weeks. So bye, everyone. Have a great week. I'm so giddy right now. For this episode's curtain call, I would like to recognize a few people who also deserve to take a bow. This podcast would not be possible without the help from Dory Berenstein, Brittany Bigelow, Katie Rosen, Alan Seals, and the team at the Broadway Podcast Network. Next in line to take a bow is Tessie Tokash, who edits the audio and all the visuals for this podcast. A special thanks to patrons Brian Thompson, Pat McNamara, the listeners at PCC, as well as all of the other patrons for their continued support. If you're interested in becoming a patron, go to patreon.com TAB. And if you enjoyed this week's episode, don't forget to subscribe on the platform that you're currently listening to this on. Also, feel free to give us a follow on Instagram at TakeAboutPodcast. TakeAbout's logo is designed by Giselle Bustos, and the music is by Nikki Torsha and Cormac Collinon. Bye, everyone. Hope to see you next week. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.